This is Water Daily for December 6, 2021. This week we look at Luke 3, 7-18, the story of John the Baptizer in the wilderness. Today's reflection is Holy Ranting. Today is St. Nicholas Day, a day of cheerful giving in the tradition of the great Bishop of Myra. Yet, though he was known for generosity, lending his name to the jolly figure we now know as Santa Claus, St. Nicholas could be fierce and combative when he felt Christian belief was being attacked. One of the many legends about him has him slapping the Egyptian theologian Arius in the face at the Council of Nicaea over whether or not Jesus the Son was the equal of God the Father. The council eventually came down on the side of the full equality of all three persons of the Trinity, and Arius has gone down in history as a heretic. Old Nicholas, like anyone with a social media account today, was no stranger to the rant. An impassioned articulation of support or denunciation fueled by indignation, righteous or otherwise, sometimes punctuated by biting wit. A good rant can leave you feeling somewhat singed or slightly sick. John the Baptist, like many a prophet in Israel's tradition, was a master of the good rant. He let the crowds who'd come out to see him know just what he thought of their sightseeing curiosity and trendy repentance. Quote, John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Wow. In a few short words, he's called them a nest of poisonous snakes and warned them of wrath, fire, and axes. He's told them their history as God's chosen people will not protect them from God's righteous judgment. Is this the kind of preaching that fills churches? It didn't seem to hurt John's numbers, nor did he care. Like the prophets of old, he had a message from God to deliver, and he delivered it without concern for the outcome. He was there to tell them what they needed to hear and offer them a ritual that made visible the internal repentance to which he called them. What people did with that message was between them and God. The prophets we meet in the Hebrew Bible didn't mince words either. Their prophecies veered between doom and promise and were often terrifying. A prophet doesn't have to be terrifying, but the prophet does have to honestly say what she or he believes God wants the people to hear. That's the tricky part, to speak for God and not just out of your own sense of right or wrong or grievance. John's essential message, if we take out the scary bits, was that people were to bear the fruit of repentance, not just say the words. If they were genuinely sorry for the way they had been living, conducting business and relationships, there should be a visible effect in changed lives and behaviors. We are not to stop calling out injustice and untruth when we see it. We are to work for equity and access to resources and security for all people, and if necessary, to speak against those who would deny those basic rights. Sometimes that speaking out will include ranting. More often, 
it will entail a steady, relentless process of forming relationships in which communication can happen in humility and honesty. Jesus could get up a good rant too, yet usually he brought transformation by drawing people into a relationship of love. A good prophet speaks the truth. A good leader fosters relationships to bring about that out, bring about outcomes that reflect that truth. That is our mission, transformation in Christ's love.